Sometimes I just get so lost in the way people look at me when I reveal to them I'm the Butcher of Havnock. It's always a kick when their eyes widen, when the shock sets in, when they realise I wasn't fucking around. You could see the fear inside them grow just from looking into their eyes. The eyes are the window to the soul, after all. It's almost better than the killing itself. Almost. The media calls me butcher, ripper, killer, sociopath, and sometimes even demon. But the truth of the matter is, I just love carving the human body into my pieces of art. I love expressing the limitations of mortal flesh. I can make a canoe out of a person's body quite well at this point. I can also shape the body into monstrosities reminiscent from some cosmic horror story. I love my work. And I love expressing it so everyone could take a marvel at my creations. The truth of the matter is, I'm a man with a unique ability to create something more than art. Mere art could be forgotten and destroyed by those looking to reshape the past into a modern lie. No, my creations will be burned into the minds of the policemen that have to witness my atrocities when they step into the crime scene. My creations will live on in the leaked pictures that will be immortalised on the internet. My creations will stand the tests of time and culture. Hell, with the way things are progressing, I may even be recognised as a saint or martyr instead of a demon that preys on the innocent. Sure, some of the people I go after are innocent. I've desecrated two whole families at this point in history. I have no qualms about admitting that, just as I have no qualms about going after predators and repeat offenders. It's just that the predators are sometimes the more easy prey, especially when they're too enslaved by their vices to not indulge the demon knocking at their door. Like now, as I sat in the booth discreetly watching the woman with the silver blonde hair and ice blue eyes to die for, she always hit up the same two diners in town. Always. Because they were the diners that were frequented with young teenagers studying for their classes. She was well known among the teens for being the one cool adult and they accepted her into their circles. Tonight... She was with two teens called Vanessa and Lara. From my booth, I listened to Lara trying to convince Vanessa to go check out the new store opening in Diamond. She wasn't having any luck, especially with Agnes, the silver blonde woman, coaxing Vanessa to stay with her and finish up the study. It's okay, Lara. You have all the time in the world to check it out, but not for the exam tomorrow. That's priority number one if you want to pass your freshman year, Missy, Agnes said coolly as she ever so slightly batted her eyelashes at Lara. I had to smile at the charm, because it sure as fuck worked on Vanessa. Agnes is right, Lara. I can't miss out on this and neither can you, Vanessa asserted. Oh, for God's sake, never figured you for a prude, Lara spat before leaving. Lara? Lara? leave her. If she doesn't want to study, so be it. It'll just be me and you, honey. Don't you like it that way? 
Agnes said, giving Vanessa a soft, disarmed look. Of course I do, Vanessa sighed, giving in. Sometimes I think you're more of a friend than Lara. I had started to daydream about what I was going to create from Agnes, that I found myself openly staring at the interaction and slowly looked away so as not to draw attention. Something about defiling predators had never failed to bring out the best inspiration in me, maybe because it was the time old adage, might makes right, or maybe it was because of a logic more profound than reason. From time to time, I would look up briefly to watch Agnes seduce Vanessa with her charismatic, almost hypnotising manner and words. They didn't leave until around 9.30, Agnes with a protective arm around the girl's waist as she opened her car door for her. I didn't need to follow them to know that Agnes was going to bring the girl to a lovely beach house for a more romantic setting with the calm sea and full moon as the view. I beat them there and hid my car along the brush and made my way down the path to the house and slipped in like a thief. I chose to hide in the bedroom closet as beams of light spilled out across the living room curtains. Agnes was going to waste no time in getting what she wanted from Vanessa and I was proven correct as Agnes led her to the bedroom. No sir, Agnes wasted no time at all as they came sprawling into the room in a tight embrace, their mouths locked together and moving together frantically. When they fell against the bed with Vanessa landing on top of Agnes, I slowly pushed the closet door open and unsheathed my knife as I walked up to Vanessa, grabbed her by the hair and slit her throat and sawed at it as a shocked Agnes made sharp gasping sounds, trying to scream. You see, the reason why I love looking into my victim's eyes is because I had no irises. My eyes only had pupils very large ones that was reminiscent of a cartoon characters. Looking into my victim's proper eyes and watching their irises shrink in fear was tantalizing, titivating, almost hypnotic. And the reason why the media sometimes called me a demon was because I was born with the ability to shift my skull plates into makeshift horns that stood out in the loose skin on my head. The pieces never pierced out of my skin, it just held up the skin, kind of like a tent. But not really, as I pushed those makeshift horns into place and stared into Agnes's piercing blue eyes through her blood-streaked face and whispered in a distorted voice, Why hello there, guys, ghouls, and girls. Thank you for tuning in to the latest video. Please show your spooky support by hitting the like button, leaving a comment and hitting subscribe to catch our next video. Feel free to send through your scary stories using the email address in the description below. Stay, Stay spooky! spooky. spooky.